Welcome to Faithful Not Flawless. We're your hosts. I'm Cynthia. I'm Carrie. And I'm Julia. God can and has proved that He can and will use anyone. He is not a respecter of persons. He took the least likely, the least qualified, and probably the least wanted people and did great things with their yes and even some great things with their excuses. None of them were flawless, but they were faithful. They failed on occasions, but still did what God asked. They were faithful, not flawless. Sit back and enjoy the ride. We're about to get real. What do you ladies want to talk about tonight? (laughs) Should we talk about, about why we're here? Yes. All right. So, Cynthia, why are you here? Why are we here doing this? Um, I believe that God has called us here. That, you know, each one of us has things that we have struggled with that can speak to other people. We all feel this calling to, as we say, get real. To talk about the things that aren't always talked about in church aren't always talked about in women's groups, aren't always talked about, you know, when the things that really need light shined on them. So I think, I believe that's why we were called here. Why we're doing what we're doing is to help. Absolutely. Absolutely. Absolutely, Yes. Mm -hmm. Julia, why, why are you here? I'm here because the same as you guys, I know God has called us to be here in this moment, in this time. I believe he is wanting to bring light to things that need light brought to, to actually get real about things and to quit trying to hide things and try to do like a mask of perfection, that there's a lot of broken and hurting people that need to know that there is hope that we don't have to be perfect that we all struggle and I think just more of us need to be real about that um, and reach those people that are hurting and walking and struggling that we're all in this together and the only way we will get through it is with God. Mm -hmm. I agree. I agree. So Carrie, what is your... Because I'm obviously flawed. (laughs) (laughs) Aren't we all? you but i'm pretty perfect no, I'm just kidding. oh man <laughs> far from it deep in here. <laughs> no i was driving down the road several years ago and god has had this on our hearts for several years and was driving down the highway and got just praying and so i just saw all these churches on my way and it was right before covid and god just spoke to my heart he said The church is not in those buildings. Mm. We are the church. And so it's time to put the masquerades down. It's time to take the mask off. It's time to be real and admit that we are flawed Christians, Mm. that we struggle just like anyone else. And it's okay. It's okay to be like that. Yes. It's okay to struggle. Mm-hmm. It's okay to struggle with anxiety. It's okay yeah. to struggle with grief. Yes. It's okay to struggle with mental health, 
I mean, absolutely. depression. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think a lot of times that's not addressed. Yeah. And I think there's a lot of things that, um, as far as Christians in churches, um, that try to not really address these things because it's kind of like we don't want to address those things because, you know, there's that that level of perfection, that level of, you know, you are saved now, so, you know, you shouldn't have to struggle. But the the real, real thing is we all still struggle. We all still have things that we deal with. Just because we are a Christian and we love God and God is with us doesn't mean that we don't battle with things, that we still don't have daily struggles. And there are Christians, there are people that deal with anxiety and mental illness and depression, and it's, and it's real. And a lot of times we kind of just kind of put a Band-Aid on it and, and try to push it in the back corner, and we don't really talk about those things in church and I think those are the things that we really need to talk about, especially in this generation right now that the season that we're in, there is so much of that all around us. And it's not really being addressed and talked about from the church, mm-hmm. from Christians. I mean, it's being talked about from all these people that don't really have a biblical look on it, a look through God's eyes on it. They're, you know, putting these ideas and these thoughts and all these things, but Where's the church in it? Mm. Yeah. Why are we not getting real and talking about these things and trying to help people and figure things out? Hey, we're here. And that's the first step is, I believe, uh, raising your hand, especially, I mean, ourselves. I mean, mm-hmm. how many times do we see an altar call and nobody comes up? Yes. Everybody's and afraid every, to say, yes, I have this problem. Yes, because everybody's <laughs> going to see you go up there and it's like, uh, yes. and w- I get it. I yes. get it. All eyes yes. on you. All eyes on me, you know? Okay. But what are we doing if we just sit there in that pew and don't walk up and give it to God? Yes. We're, in, I mean, just for ourselves. Yes. I, I mean, you're not laying it down. Right. You're not. Right. You're not giving it to him, but you're also not showing that person next to you that it's okay. It's okay to surrender. It's okay to show everyone your weakness. Yes. If that's. Yes. If that makes sense. Yes, I mean. Does. So I was sitting in church several years ago, and okay, it was a rough ride to church. I, I have to admit, I was super angry. <laughs> so I'm like, just mad as all, as all I can be. And so I'm just berating in my head, God, why is this happening? Um, why is my family not coming to church with me? I have my son here, but I, I don't have my spouse. I don't have this. I don't have that. And so I'm, we're late to church because all the kids were upset and blah, blah, blah. Mm. So get inside and I'm still fuming and they're just having this amazing praise and worship and I am just fuming over there and just getting all into myself and God just spoke to me and he said, raise your hands. And I was like, God, I'm really mad right now. I don't don't really want to do this. Okay. I'm just super mad. Will you just listen to my anger Mm. right now? And he gives it a second and he says, raise your Mm. hands. And I'm like, but I'm so mad. I'm mad that that I can't have what I see everyone else in my mm. mind, mm. what everyone else had. Mm. And yet once again, he goes, raise your hands. And I raised my hands. 
and to my right, and this is something I have been praying for years, that my son would be filled with the Holy Spirit. And I raised my hands and it was like a lightning bolt fell through my body. And I just could not stop just screaming in joy. God just shared that huge amount of joy with me. And my son said, and then he just took down, he just started going to the altar. He goes, I was asking God, mm -hmm. I was asking God to show me something. Mm -hmm. Show me that you love me. And he goes, and when you did that, I knew immediately. He goes, you are not going to do that, Mom. <laughs> no, I am not. <laughs> and he was like, it was like walking down the aisle in deep waters. Mm -hmm. The Holy Spirit was so strong. But I, in my anger, mm. if I had not lifted my hands, the one thing that I've been praying for years, I know he would have done it. Your obedience. But man, and just admitting, hey, I was super angry, God. Yeah. <laughs> I was super mad, and you still, you still touch oh. me. <laughs> He will. He'll meet you in that place. He does. In that place. Absolutely. And in those moments, I, in those moments, I feel the closest yeah. to him. And I know that's, I mean, no, do we want to be angry all the time? Do we want to be depressed? Do we? No, but no. I, I know that I can call on him. And just like you said, Julia, it's like, you're flawed. You have these things. But it's sharing that hope mm -hmm. that we know, yeah. that hope yes. that we know is there, that that refuge that we have in Jesus, yeah. Yeah. that refuge, that that's what it's all about, yes. you know? I, yes. It's good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just think it's, it's so... I don't know what the word I'm looking for standard anymore that when you, you know, when you go into a church, it's, it's, and I love our church and I think our church is great. And I think, I think our pastors are wonderful yes. and the spirit of God is there. But I, I just makes me sad that so many churches you, you see people with just like a masquerade of feeling like they have to act like they're perfect and you know their kids are perfect and their marriage is perfect and you know they're not struggling with anything and you know um you know we're talking about blessing boxes mm -hmm. and god laid on my heart for us to do a blessing box at our church and there is one in our hometown that is by a convenience store but it's in the front by the door mm. Yes. And just from days where I've struggled in the past when I was a single mom and it was hard to make ends meet, sometimes our pride gets the best of us and we don't like to let others know that we're struggling oh, yes. and Absolutely. that we need that help. Mm -hmm. And so God just kind of put it on my heart, hey, why don't you, why don't your church do a blessing box? Put it in the back of the church. Discreet. Discreet. <laughs> yeah. Where yes. people don't have to go in front of everybody and say, I need something. Yes. yes. And isn't that what they, like, yes. in the church, it's like, if Shouldn't you're, the altar call, it? the yes. altar call is like, hey, by the way, everybody's watching. Yeah. You know, so where are we going to do something for someone discreetly? Yes. You know, yes. so that they can 
come and get that healing. Yes. Get that word they need. Yes. You know, but the, yeah, the, the pride. Yeah. The pride. Yeah. The pride can be our downfall. Yeah. It can be our downfall. Fear. Fear. Yes. Yeah. What is everybody going to think of me? Because, you know, I'm supposed to be a Christian. I'm supposed to be saved. And they're having this altar call and God's dealing with something in my heart that I know Mm -hmm. shouldn't be there. And he's telling me to go down there. But. God, I, I just can't go down there because everybody's going to look at me. They're going to think that I'm not a Christian. They're going to think that I have all these things. You know, what is their issue? They're going down to the altar, you know. And I think that's what sets people back a lot because, you know, leading praise and worship, sometimes God puts it in my heart and he tells me there's a person there that needs to come to the altar. Mm. And he will even tell me sometimes who that person is and he will give me a word to them and they don't move. And that's heartbreaking to me. Yeah. And I feel God's heartbreak in that when they don't feel like they can come forward and say, hey, I'm broken. Hey, I'm dealing with this. Hey, I need someone to pray with me. Hey, I'm going through a really hard time right now. And I just feel like I can't see which way is up. And I just feel like I'm drowning the water. I'm just treading water right now. Mm-hmm. And what's broken? Yeah. What's, what's broken? Where is that disconnect? Where is that disconnect that you hear it from the Lord, you're speaking it, and that person is not moving their feet? So what is stopping them? What's broken in the church? It's a perversion of, of humanity. We, yes. we are scared to show any kind of weakness, and we consider that weakness. Yeah. And why is that a weakness? Well, call we me have, weak all day. We have a whole entire <laughs> Bible of yes. people that God used, and he doesn't, he never, he They knows. were weak, we he not, was strong, right? <laughs> we are not without flaws. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and obviously not. Um, and this, it's just amazing to me when I read about Paul, when I read about Ruth, when I read about Hannah, when I read mm-hmm. about Deborah. These are people who were not without flaws. Mm-hmm weren't afraid well I say that I say that but I know that they were because <laughs> yeah. I would have been terrified <laughs> right you know I, like, okay God <laughs> I think about Moses you know a lot of times I think about Moses because you know there was a few times Moses was like God don't send me you know I don't speak good Do is there it. someone else that you can send I'm Moses you know <laughs> There's so many times I'm like, you know, that's kind of where when we when we kind of spoke in the very beginning that, you know, God took those people and even with their yes and their excuses, God still did great things to them because of their faithfulness, their obedience, mm-hmm. their willing to say yes. Took Moses a few times to finally say, okay, God, I'll do it. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that's the same with us. Sometimes he's telling us to do something and we drag our feet. But man, if we only knew what was on the other side of that yes... You know, I think we would have said yes a long time ago. But and he still got the message through. He did. He mm-hmm. still did what was required of him. Yes. Mm-hmm. And this is why we're here. Yep. This is what's required of us. Yes. And it has taken us several years to get here. Yes. And it's a blessing to be here. But also, it's, as you were mentioning earlier, it's a breakening, you know, during that time period of hey, this is what God is building inside of us and molding and creating and getting everything into place and being real for others. And 
there are others that are struggling just like what everyone does. I mean, mm-hmm. all of us do. And I think it's amazing that we can speak it and it doesn't bring it power. No, yeah. By speaking it, it's bringing acknowledgement in a family of Christ. Yes. yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where our goal here is whoever is out there listening that let us be your family. That's right. Let us be the body for you and let us share our struggles and the way the Lord has helped us get through. Yeah. You know, let's just do it together. Yep. I'm Cynthia. I'm a Christian and I struggle with anxiety. I struggle with depression. Yes. You know, absolutely. I sing on the worship team, but I'm still up there in the morning. Yes. Sometimes thinking, I might get sick. <laughs> Lord, help me. <laughs> I'm carrying. I have stage fright. So this is a microphone is a lot for me. I know. You know. And I don't like speaking in front of people, which is really funny because I'm a praise and worship leader. Right. <laughs> and God gives me words all the time in praise and worship to speak. And, and girl, are they good? And yeah, they I are. just, I just have to tell him, God, this is you. This is all you. You do what you want to do. Because if I try to do it, I'm going to mess something up. And I think that's kind of the point of this is, you know, when we try to do things on our own and we try to do things in our own strength, we mess up. Yes. Mm-hmm. And the yeah. thing is, even in those mess ups, you know, God still loves us. Mm-hmm. God still desires us. He still wants us. It doesn't matter how bad we've messed up. It doesn't matter how bad you have messed up. God still loves you. You have not messed up too much that he doesn't love you and still want you. So don't ever get to that point when you're dealing with depression and anxiety. The devil loves to twist things and make it seem like God doesn't want you. Nobody wants you. Nobody loves you. Everybody else has a perfect life while you're over here struggling in the corner and nobody even knows about it. God still loves you. Yes. Mm-hmm. And don't forget that. You have flaws. You are struggling don't forget my sweet friend you are not alone you are not alone you are not the only one struggling and God still loves you so I want to share this it's from John chapter 15 Mm -hmm. it's John 15 and it starts with 13 greater love has no one than this than to lay down one's life for his friends you are my friends Mm -hmm. if you do whatever I command you no longer do I call you servants For a servant does not know what his master is doing, but I have called you friends for all things that I have heard from my Father, I have made known to you. You did not choose me, but I choose you. Mm. Mm. And I love that. Yeah. I love that. So wherever, yeah, wherever you're at today, you're chosen. Mm. He created you. He made you, and you are just exactly what he needs. There's a scripture. I, I'm a, okay, if anybody knows me, knows I'm horrible with remembering things. <laughs> I could tell you whatever the Bible says, but me telling you exactly what scripture it came from is not my strong point. <laughs> There's a flaw for me, okay? <laughs> I'm flawed. 
But there is a scripture that talks about, I have redeemed you. I have called you by name. That is one of my favorite scriptures because when I feel the anxiety rising, when I feel anger rising, when I feel things going on and I just don't feel worthy of God's love and I'm just like, God, I don't know why you love me. I think of that scripture. He has redeemed me. He has chosen me. He has called me by name. He loves me. He desires me. Even in my worst moments, in my weakest moments, in my struggle moments, God still chooses me. He still chooses you. Yes. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And I don't know a perfect person. I only know flawed people, me included, are worth loving. Yes. All of us are worth love. Yeah. And God loves us. Yes. So we thank you for joining us tonight. Um, I know we talked about, you know, getting real, that it's really time for us to take that mask off of feeling like we have to be perfect. You know, we don't have to be perfect. That's the great thing. When God created us, he knew we weren't going to be perfect from Adam all the way to today. There's going to be flaws. There's going to be letdowns. There's going to be sins. There's going to be temptations. We don't have to put on a show that we're perfect. God's not expecting that. God's not wanting our perfection. He's wanting us. He's wanting our hearts. He's wanting our yes, our obedience, our faithfulness. So we thank you for joining us this evening. And we can't wait to get back with you and kind of discuss some more real topics. Mm -hmm. Um, So we're just going to kind of end this with with a prayer. Yep. And then we will join you again next time. Um, So Cynthia, do you mind leading us in a, a prayer? I would love to. Lord, thank you for this opportunity. Thank you for bringing these women in my life. Thank you for this call that you have placed on our hearts. Lord, we ask that what we are doing is exactly what you are calling us to do. And that we are reaching each person that feels like they aren't perfect. That their perfection is not what you are looking for. That you are looking for their faithful hearts. And that we are the people that are helping them get there. We help them guide their way to you. In Jesus' name.